1: Hey, welcome to another session of Rock Your Money, Rock Your Life podcast. My name is Rock Thomas. I'm your host. And if you've been following me long enough, you know that I am the founder of M1, the mastermind group. This is a group of individuals that share common values in wanting to become successful, healthy, wealthy, and have rich relationships. But what does it mean to you? Well, it means there's a group of 400 people out there that maybe are achieving or have achieved the result that you crave. They're from all over the world, from all walks of life, but what they share is the practices of success and each and every day sharing their insights and their breakthroughs with each other, encouraging others to do the same thing. You see, you don't have to do it alone. I'm really proud of their success stories and I would love for yours to be the next one. If you are serious about getting out of your own way and creating a life you're excited about, then get on a call with one of my team members at rockthomas.com forward slash VIP call and get started today. I'm gonna be talking to George McCarron. He defines himself as an optimist and has had a great career helping others and organizations achieve their goals. He's worked at the Big Four Consulting in New York City and then slowly, got recruited to a small startup in Miami where he ended up jobless. After that, he walked into a recruiting agency and was hired. Three months later, he started his own firm and has been operating that for almost 20 years. He's a beautiful soul. He's a passionate person. And he creates outstanding results and he defies the odds. Let's get to my conversation with George
0: McCarron. Welcome, George. Rock, it's awesome to be here. It's It's always great catching up with you.
1: Yeah, you too. And I, I want to take a deep dive right into, you know, stuff around identity and labels and, but let's give people a little bit of a background. I gave them a preamble when when I introduced you, but tell us a little bit about your ascent because you've had some peaks and valleys on the journey.
0: Right. And I've had, I've had uh, a lot of descents as well, right? Like you said, but I, uh, I, I had a sort of a normal, I grew up uh, close to New York city, you know, I had like this, this, you know, when you're younger, your parents teach you, at least this was my generation, but you know, if you go to great schools and if you, if you study, you're gonna get a good job and then you'll live there, you know, you'll, you'll be at this place for the next 50 years of your life. So I did this, I did that for a little bit and then I found myself going from New York to Miami for a job switch. Next thing you know, I was unemployed, right? So uh, literally in the unemployment, you know, sort of line, I decided never again, you know, if I'm going to fail, then I'm, I'll do it on on my own terms. And, uh, I decided to to start a business. Right. And, and, uh, so, you know, it was kind of the worst <laughs> sort of business plan you could ever think of. Uh, but I, George, George, little, let's I, break, I let's right, break
1: that right. down. Let's break that down a little bit because you, you make that sound so casual, <laughs> <laughs> but for people that are out there that are going through something similar, that, you know, had something happen, what happened in the job? Did you, did you get fired? Did you quit? Did you not like your boss? What happened?
0: Yeah. So I I had this opportunity in New York. I was in New York city, you know, living, living, you know, doing my thing, get a call from a recruiter who said, uh, Hey, you listen, it's January. You know, I've got a client of mine. They're a German consulting company. They need something like you. It's, it's Thursday be here tomorrow. And uh, I don't know if you've, have you ever been to Miami in, in uh, January um, rock? Sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's beautiful, right? Especially compared to, I mean, you're, you know, being Canadian yes. and the, nor- the Northeast, I mean, is brutal in January for us. And uh, so I was down there and I was like, oh, this is cool. I got an offer, uh, three or four days later, I'm, um, I'm working and living in Miami, right? So that was, you know, I was like, okay, I, this, is, this, is, this is terrific. Um, three months into it, I walk into the office and everybody's got this somber, you know, sad sort of face. And uh, I'm like, what happened guys? They're like, oh, uh, Germany, right? Germany. I'm not going to mention the company, but I, you know, it's it's funny how like 20 years later I still have them. You know, I know exactly who they are. Uh, they're like, oh, we're going to shut down. We're going to shut down the Miami office. You know, we're out of are all out of a job, right? That was the that was the first time I literally I think I would say failed, right? I mean, I went to pedigree schools, pedigree companies, and uh, so I asked the girl next to me, I'm like, what do I do? She's like, oh, you go to the unemployment line. That's what you do. And uh, I was like, all right, cool. So I'm I'm in I'm in uh, I'm in the unemployment line, and I and this is you know forgive me for saying this I'm thinking, you know look at the guy next to me look at the guy right to me you know I'm I'm with a bunch of I learners. don't belong here yeah, yeah yeah and then I thought then I thought you know what they're probably they're probably thinking the same thing about me right So, <laughs> so uh, and I just started to I started to dissect you know like I've done everything they told me I was supposed to do <clears throat> I I've done everything and I'm still here. And I thought, you know what? I'm not going to do it like that anymore. I've got nothing to lose. Let me just start a bit. You know, let me just do my own thing. Um, and you bring up a great point. I used to play basketball every Saturday with these guys and, and uh, they were all business owners. Some were really bright. Some weren't that bright, but they all had their own business. And they used to say, George, come on, man, Tuesday at 10 in the morning, play hoops with us. And I was like, you, you know, you're crazy. I've got to play. I got to work. I can't, I can't hang out a Tuesday, at 10 o'clock in the morning. And uh so that was in the back of my head, and sometimes you'd see these guys on these boats at like you know Thursday in the afternoon, and I'd think, what what do they do to be able to to not have to be at work? But that th- those sort of thoughts were always in my head, and uh, so then from there, my my plan was just to you know talk to a couple of recruiting agencies and headhunters, but eventually you know. Okay, George, I
1: got to stop you again. I got to stop you again. You can't Sorry, go past no. all these bombs you're dropping. I got to <laughs> I got to point them out, bro. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There's gold in this stuff. Uh, so, so let me unpack this for people listening. Is There's a thing called a triple E, an extreme emotional event. And firing, divorce, death represent those things. And some people use those as springboards to become better version of themselves. They consciously engineer themselves and go, you know what? I'm never going to let that happen again. And that's exactly what you did. You took the pain of it, but you utilize it as an asset, not a liability. And I point that out because a lot of people are really not clear on how to utilize adversity to make themselves better. Stephen Kerr, who's one of the greatest basketball coaches and was in that dynasty with Michael Jordan, during that time he lost his father who was overseas and got shot in the head when he was working for uh, the embassy in I think Iran or something like that. And he internalized that and he drove himself to the basketball floor and he took all the pain and he practiced and practiced and practiced, and he became great and so i invite the listeners that when something happens to you to change it that it's happening for you and turn it into an asset not a liability so i just want to point that out george because you did that and you changed the direction of your destiny
0: well, thank you. And I think I think an important lesson for, for some of the some of the folks listening, right, is you need to you need to dissect the bad, right, and say, okay, what did I learn? What can I do differently? What what was my fault? What was not my fault? And uh, and and that's that's kind of and I can tell you. I mean, I'm a you know I, I empathize with some of the folks that are dealing with the coronavirus, and but there is a portion there is a portion where you you've done things incorrectly. And now you're, now they're sort of, you know, now you're sort of paying those mistakes have been embellished. Right. But I think that this is a great time to say, okay, you know, thing, I'm not, things are not going well for me now, but what did, what did I personally do wrong or, or could have done differently to, to, to have a better life? And uh, I mean, you're right about that. I just got, I think you get to a point where you say, I, I, I can do better. Right. And I can, and I don't deserve this and I can, I can live better and I can you know, I can hang out and play basketball and Tuesdays at 10 o'clock in the morning. I mean, you know that, you know, uh, you know, it's, it's, I mean, I don't, you know, go to a gym, go to a gym and like a, on a Tuesday or Thursday, you know, at like 9, 9, 11 10, 10 o'clock. I mean, the only yeah. guys there, like guys like you and I are, the, I mean, it's just, right. it's, it's everybody else is like is running to work in the, the mousetrap um the rat race and
1: and and that requires vision and it requires turning things around like you did it requires taking the pain of your life and being activated by it so tell us how what was your um inner narrative go right back to that time where you like did you get pissed did you feel insecure what was that allowed you to now become an entrepreneur
0: Right. I mean, it was, it was, uh, first of all, I, everyone had told me, Hey, listen, George, don't, don't quit your, your cool little six figure job. You know, I was in my twenties, you know, and don't just go to Miami four days later for some, some guys you don't know. It's te- you know, do some due diligence. Everybody told me that I didn't listen to them. <clears throat> so there was pride, right. I didn't want to go back. Um, secondly, <clears throat> I had nowhere to go back. I mean, I didn't want, I didn't want to, you know, I've got this, you know, pretty strict family where it's not exactly like i'm gonna go back and hang out with daddy you know it's not like that i didn't have anywhere to go you know and i thought you know like i can either go get a job and i'm gonna do the same thing for the next boring 50 years right or i can I, I used it as a pivot point and i think that's a lot of and i didn't have any you know listen i didn't have any money i didn't have anybody who was gonna lend me any money i didn't have i mean i i think i had about i think i was at that time i was thinking about okay I've got, it was, it was, I've got six days of living, I've got five days of living, I've got three days of living, I've got two days, I've got seven days, and uh, it was out of necessity, I would say, you know, necessity to be able to, to me, it was like, if I can just have one month of living, two months of living, three months of living, that was my long-term goal, the, uh, and you know, as an entrepreneur, you know, it, it's, it sounds sexy, but it was a tough three, four years, right? Like, it was a difficult three or four years uh, after about three or four years, I started to get on it. I think I, I started becoming good at what I was doing the recruiting, and uh, I was able to build it up to about 50 people. So I went, it's, it's a zero to hero story, right? To 50 yeah. people. The next mistake I made, besides not having a business plan rock, was all my clients were banks, financial institutions, insurance companies, right? They were all, so in one, one day, you know, in, in a 48 hour, a thousand period, and out. yeah, I, yeah. Got a, I got a call from Merrill Lynch, Morgan Stanley, UBS, Wachovia, who's now Wells Fargo, saying, hey George, we appreciate it, but hey buddy, it was good. Thanks again, you know, we're gonna put a timeout on, uh, on, on things, and, uh, and I went so back- So today,
1: to- today, people that are in that, that line of business are in the same boat, aren't they?
0: No, exactly, well, I went from 50 people back to zero, right? So you, right. you know this, that was, the, that, was the, that was the first really, okay, I have a choice again, right? I have a choice to go get a job or I can start this again. And if I do it again, how would I do it? So I dissected, dissected my problems again, dissected what I did wrong and I built a better mousetrap. That that mousetrap has helped me now, right? In this 2020. Um, so I decided to have a, and this is for an entrepreneur, like don't get sucked into having one type of, one type of industry, one type of client, like you need to have different types of you know don't have one revenue and you know don't have one sort of uh, you know source of income right that was another issue I had I had uh, you know I had I, I borrowed so much to be able to finance the business which was and it didn't really support it um, but I think you have to you have to be really careful uh, you know don't get married too quickly and I was getting married like all over the place you know when right so so It was just a, it was, it was bad. I mean, it was bad, but I was able to, you know, build it up again. I've got 30 people now. Everybody works uh, remotely, virtually, right? So I had two offices. I don't have any offices anymore. Um, And I, and I know you're a big saver. I did this thing, Rock, which said, I'm going to start tithing 10% of everything we make, every deal. I don't care if it's a dollar, if it's, if it's $150,000, I'm going to put it into an emergency cash fund for the business. So God forbid there's ever another you know, crash like this, I'm not stuck on the street like I am now. And, and let me tell you, I mean, I now I have, you know, various businesses. Um, the recruiting business does, it's an eight-figure business, right? So it's, but we're, you know, we're, we're in a position of power. We're actually hiring from other recruiting firms and other companies and great, there's great salespeople out there. We're hiring them because they, they're not able to, they're, they're having a tough time right now. And uh, that's because I, I was already prepared for that from my, you know, unfortunate experience. That was a, you know, my, anyway, you've been through that, right? I'm I'm talking to the choir, I'm preaching to the choir here. Well,
1: you know what, I I like what you're saying because to compare that, a lot of people went through 2008 and they didn't really prepare for another kind of thing that would happen because the cycle does happen, right? If you look at the history we keep on getting hit with something. This this one was a surprise, but all of my buddies that are multi millionaires entrepreneurs, we knew something was coming. It's like the fog was to the cloud was that were coming in, rolling in, but we couldn't right. hear any lightning. We couldn't hear that it was it was high up. It didn't look like it was gonna rain, but it got started to get darker.
0: Right. It was well, it was easy too. I mean when things are really easy, it's a problem, right? When, when right. easy, easy, this is easy, you know, when you get um, and there's a, there's a level of trust, right? Like, but, but there's, when things are easy, then, you know, it, it's like something's off. Right. And, uh, you right. You're, so you,
1: you, you took the experience of 2008 and you prepared, you changed your behavior, you made new decisions. And I did the same thing. I was not prepared to go back in the stock market because I had all my assets out there in 2008. And a lot of people that did at the right time, made a lot of money. Right. And in the last week, I've made a lot of money in the stock market because my powder was dry and I was cash rich waiting for something. I didn't know what it was, but I know the patterns when you've been in it and through it, like you, you can get ready and then you can capitalize. So what do you think was a distinction? Again, was it the pain you said, okay, I'm gonna put 10% away and prepare or was it I just don't want to go through that again because what's the psychology the difference between somebody like you and another person who's not going to be ready for the thing when it happens eight years or 10 years from now
0: yeah I think I think I think a lot of it is just a it's a um I mean to build up a business and you 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 hustle and you struggle and you you do you know to do that and just to lose it I just didn't want to I I knew there was two things I thought you know I definitely don't want to work for somebody else. I'd like to still be in control of my own destiny. And the second thing was, you know, if, if I have to protect myself and I have to protect when I have a family one day and, you know, things like that. And uh, it was more of a protection thing. 10% for me was an easy, I don't see it. You know, there's, there's, a, it was easy for me not to worry about it. And uh, it's, it's, no, it's been, I mean, I've been, I've been blessed, quite frankly. I've been very blessed with a lot of the things. But I'm the same guy, I mean, you know, listen, I've got a pretty easy work schedule. I work a couple of hours, you know, two or three hours a day. But if I need to tomorrow, I mean, I'll work 20 hours. I don't, I don't care. Sure. You know, I've got that. It's sure. like you, right? If I need to be somewhere tomorrow, I'll be there. And uh, there's, a sense of, there's a sense of internal pride, right? Of I don't mind losing, but I'm not going to lose my whole life, right? There's a, Yes. There's, right? There's a sense of, okay, I lost, you know, that's cool. But I'm coming back. We, we talk, tell, if you don't mind, tell the listeners what I said to you about the pushups just before we started. I don't know if you can tell them that. that you're
1: going to get up to 100 pushes so you can kick my ass?
0: Exactly. I can only do like 40 now, 50, right? But hey, but I'm coming for you, right? But it's that mentality. Yes. It's, it's the, I might, and I might lose the first time, right? But at least, you know, I'm coming for you.
1: You'll get better trying. You'll be in the game. You'll compete, right? You'll have sweat yeah. and blood on yourself, but you'll be fully fucking alive.
0: Yeah, exactly. And it's it's this it's this idea of like, you know, if you if you win 51% of the time and you lose 49, listen, I had a pretty good life, you know? Yeah. Like I don't this is the, you know, I have I've a lot of the stuff now is virtual. And this is this is as a business owner and I think this is a fear people have. Some people have the fear of just calling people on the phone, right? They don't want to call people, and you, you know, you ran, you ran, you know, a bunch of realtors, right? I mean, I say a bunch, I mean, you run, you ran a ton of, right? The largest in Canada, right? Um, the, you know, you're, you're, you're going after prospects. They're like imaginary voices, you know, that you're hearing, right? So you got a phone. They're just, you're, you know, a lot of these people you'll never meet. They're imaginary. They're in, It's all in your head. And uh, it's that mind game that I think you and I have learned how to yes. control that others. And, and you know, your question was like, what made you do it? It's a mind. It's your own internal mind game. You can either you're going to win or you're going to lose. And it's, it's up to you how you decide how you want that to play out. Right. Well, it's, all, it's all it's all perspective. Yeah.
1: yeah, it totally is. And if it's interesting, if you think about it, let's say you're concerned about going to a cocktail party and what people are going to think because you want to fit in or what have you. Well, guess what? You walk in, everybody else isn't just thinking about you. They're thinking, do I fit in? Exactly. So we give this energy and our power away to people when the other people have this inner narrative also, I think it's Marian Williams said is you could actually look at the world like everybody's broken. Because most people are walking around feeling insecure, doubtful. They're losing hair. They got another wrinkle. They they put right. on five pounds, and they're also self conscious. And really, if we just go out there, and I just recently got a puppy, and
0: what's your puppy's name? What's the what's the what's the puppy's name? Tesla.
1: Tesla, I love it. Yeah, he's very intelligent. La <laughs> <But not> Tesla. <laughs> so. So I find myself talking so nice to the to the dog, right? Oh, you're so cute, you're so good, you did a pee-pee, good job, good job, way to go, I love you all, you're so adorable. And I'm thinking, why don't we talk to ourselves like that? Right. And most people don't. Right. Most people well, it, themselves your, I think
0: themselves are Sometimes you're taught that, right? You're taught that as a kid, right? You, you and I had, I mean, you know, you and I, we had, we talked about this the first time we'd spoken on the phone, but we had similar, uh been a similar upbringing, but we had similar messages sometimes taught to us, right? Right. Like hey, um, and I, I think that some people accept it and some people don't. Right. And uh, there there's 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 a there's a whole I mean with you know seven billion people, there's a whole lot of people out there that they just don't they 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 don't see the positive in things they've done, right? They've got great skill sets and they don't see that. And they they undervalue their own, you know, their own, their own storyline. Right. And uh, it's, it's, it's not that you're bragging, right. It's just that you need to take chances and you need to say, okay, like I can, there, I, I forget the quote, but it's like, I'm either living, you know, it's like, I'm either either living your dreams or my dreams. There's a quote about that. Right. And you you and I will be, you know, we'll be, we'll, be, we'll, we'll, we'll spend more time, you know, sort of not alive than alive. Right. And man like you better enjoy it while you're here because yeah. it's going quick yeah, it's 100% going quick.
1: 100%. So, why don't you share with us a little bit about, you know, what is your identity? Who are you today? What's important to you? Who have you become over the course of your life? Because I believe that that's what you get to keep, who you become.
0: I I mean I I I'm in a situation where I get to I get to do, you know, what I want. I get to work with who I want. I get to 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 spend my time the way I'd like to. Um, I think it. I think at the At the end of the day, I'm, I mean, I'm just super optimistic about everything. I feel. I mean, I know it's supposed to be. People are, cry, you know, you're supposed to like uh oh, it's it's coronavirus. Things are going rough. I don't feel that way. Like I kind of feel bad. <laughs> like do you? I'm do the same you way, I do. man. I don't really. I feel pretty no. good, you know. Like, I feel actually really great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I'm not worried, you know. Yeah, like, I, I know. My, my energy's, you know, I'm. Yeah. I'm like, hey. You yeah. Know? And, <laughs> so. It, it's, you know, so I'm, I'm just generally just optimistic, right? Like it's, 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 um, yeah. so that's, the, I think it's a really good lesson to have. Uh But I, you know, I, it's really hard to get me down. Like it's, it's, it's pretty yeah. hard to get me, you know, I, I don't really get worried about, uh you know, too much. And, and would you, would you say,
1: would you say as a leader that a belief is a feeling of certainty, it's a way that you, you see the world, do you, in your mind, believe that there's always a way that you'll figure it out?
0: hundred percent, hundred percent. Right. I, and I also believe, and this is my, like, it's my own story, right? It's my own little game. You know, I get, yeah. to, you know, I, everyone else are sort of characters in my own little story. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think it's important to contribute, but I'll always figure it out. Like it's, it's, it's impossible, impossible that I won't be okay. It's impossible. Yeah, yeah. Like it, and you know, this it's, it's, you get to a point. No, but
1: I love this because this, this is a, a lot of people live from a different place. They live from, unfortunately, doubt and fear and worry. And they're very concerned about outside world because they have a strategy of, if I can control the outside world, I'll be okay. You and I are, I control my inside world and therefore I'm okay.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And that's, and that's, I mean, I, I, uh, First of all, I want to say this is, it's, it's, it's awesome to, I've been on the last couple of months. I've been on, I think like 25 podcasts. I'll be in another 80 or hundred by the time 2020 is over. This for me is a, is a high, it, this is, you know, I'm not trying to knock the other ones I've been on, but, but it's great to see and, you know, and, and, and be with you. Right. So I want to say thank you for that experience, for that life experience. So thank you for that
1: well we're we're fellow brothers with similar philosophies so it's we can pitch and catch and i i look at you, i just look at your face and most people will not see your face but you have one of those faces that brings and draws energy into the room right Thank and you. i i think there's either there's two types of people people that are either you know they create energy or they take energy and there's yeah. there's a there's maybe 2 or 3% of the population that are the, the creators of energy. They manufacture it. They literally take, you know, coal and they turn it into diamonds inside. And right. That's, and you have that energy about you. So, so.
0: so I've, got a, I've got my uncle. Uh, I'll tell you a story. My uncle uh, turned 76 like two weeks ago, right? Uh, three weeks ago. Call him up. I'm like, hey, you know, uncle, happy birthday, my buddy. You know, happy birthday. How you doing? He's like, yeah, I'm doing okay, you know. And I said, are you kidding me? You're 76. there's there's, there's got to be 150 people your age that didn't even wake up today. And you're you're like, a, <laughs> like you're. What's wrong with you? You know? And yeah, uh, it's just the way you got to live, right? Like you have yeah. to, you have to, you have to live. And and uh, I don't know. I mean, there's there's a lot of things. You and I see things differently. Like I tell you, I, I just bought a, a term life insurance policy. And yeah. one of the questions they asked me, do you have term life insurance? Whole life. Oh, okay. They say, they say hole is is not as good as term. I don't know if that's, we can, we can fight about that later, but we could debate about that. We could. Uh, so I got this term life insurance policy. And one of the questions they they asked me was, do you privately pilot a plane or have you Mm -hmm. in the last, whatever? And the answer is no. But I thought afterwards, I thought that's a great idea, right? (laughs) (laughs) So, so once this, once this COVID-19, COVID-20, whatever they want to, you know, once it's over yeah the thing i 'm doing is getting private flying lessons right nice and uh, you just have to look at there 's opportunity everywhere right there 's an opportunity in in a, in a silly insurance you know question yeah yeah
1: on. well you're you 're know, curious you 're curious and you 're looking for it, and therefore you and you say yes to a lot of things and you don 't necessarily do your due diligence before you go to miami, but you 're okay with what 's going to come up because I, I, teach this leadership, uh, you know, course. And one of the things I talk about is the fact that leaders make decisions and then they make the next decision. Right. Most people think that leaders make the right decision and that's bullshit. Right. They just keep on making decisions. When Tom Brady makes a decision and they get zero yards on the play, he goes back to the huddle. He doesn't whine and complain. He makes the next decision. And then he makes the next one and he freaking goes down and scores. Right. So, so you just keep on making great decisions and now you have this opportunity in front of you for life insurance. Like, Oh uh, yeah, I like that. Maybe I will become a pilot, (laughs) but for you, you're going to have a lower, a lower rate because you haven't flown up till then. But thanks for the idea.
0: Right. Well, here's the thing too. I mean, actually the timing is perfect because a lot of people aren't, you know, now they're not going to want to fly. Right. And I'm not going to get stuck in the airport going to Miami and I can just go myself. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I think uh, there are a lot of things like that. You need to take, you know, what some people think as as as, as misfortunes or or you know, bad luck. I don't I don't really believe in bad luck, but um, you need to take that and say, okay, you know, there's a there's a. I think what was it? Was it Churchill make make sure every crisis is you, you make sure?
1: I right, mean, you you benefit from it.
0: Exactly, right. but I think you know at the end of the day, I think there's always two ways to look at it. And going back to your point, that you can either be really positive or you can be really negative about it and uh i don't know somebody says hey how you doing like i'm always doing you know i feel sometimes i feel bad to say it but i'm doing awesome like awesome
1: well you Um, know i think a good metaphor for for that george is in the military Uh, they have a certain amount of resources in a certain squad and if one of their they've got five tanks and two get blown up and they can't get more tanks for a week they have to make do with what they have so the resourcefulness of military per- people is really, really real at that right. moment. You can't go, mommy, I quit. I'm going to go home for a week. You know, you're going to freaking die. Right. So they learn how to pivot on the spot. But most business people are like, oh, the secretary can't come into work today. She's sick. We're screwed. Instead of just pivoting, pivoting. Okay, great. Boom, boom, boom. And I think you've done that almost naturally. And that's what I think helps us with our, with a high level of energy. Cause you're like, okay, somebody quits. They don't come in. How do I pivot? I'm going to use what's in front of me. Does that make sense?
0: No, it makes total sense. I mean, I, 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 uh, I just see, you know, I, I just, I just don't, I just don't like that word. Like I can't, you know, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I, I, I mean, I'll, t- I'll tell you a story. I've got this, uh, you know, my, I've got all this junk in my house and my wife's like, Oh, you can sell it on this app called Mercury or Mercury I don't even know the app. Right. So it's, a, you know, I take a couple pictures. I had this uh, ultra, I run these, Auburn ultra I run ultra marathons. And uh, first ultra ultra marathon I ever ran, by the way, I'd only run 21K. Some runner dude said, hey, you can't do ultras because you gotta go through the process. There's a marathon, then there's, I was, like, I was like, fuck that, you know, I'm gonna just do the ultra. So I trained, I did the ultra, it was fine, I lived. <laughs> um, so I got this North Face bag I'm selling, and I, I sold it, you know, went to bed, put a picture of it, next day it sold. The, the, the guy who bought it for a hundred bucks uh said hey george i had some i had some problem with it he found me on facebook or something and i said uh, I, had, I had a problem with my account my mercury account i was like hey no problem i was like i'll just uh, listen if you want i'll bend me the then mow me the money i'll just send you the send you send you the, the bag he then said no it's too risky blah. blah i don't know and then i said listen to this i said you know what give me your address i'll send it to you when you get it you can pay me how's that like i don't care yeah said, no too risky yeah like, like i don't like there's opportunity everywhere right Oh my god, everywhere and people miss it like they miss the opportunity you know and uh you just that's have such
1: to, a great story such a great story you're you're, you're you're a solution opportunity based optimistic collaborative big thinker and you get grinded down by all the people that are not that and i get it man yeah. Right, right. I'm with right. you, and brother. The
0: second the second side of that story is it made me think because it, you know, I guess I lost the, you know, I lost the deal. I thought, like, I've done deals that have been, you know, three hundred grand, four, you know, four hundred yeah. two hundred and fifty thousand, like that were easier than me selling yeah. Yeah, yeah. A, stu- a stupid north face bag, right? Yeah. Like so sometimes as a business owner, like you think about your time, sometimes the larger deals, I mean, not I would say almost always the larger yeah. deals are easier yeah. than the nickel and dime. You know, small thinker. Hundred percent. about the trust. It, it's just a so. We you're, yeah. Entrepreneur, if, if you have a choice between two tasks, like the the eighty thousand dollar deal or the eight hundred dollar deal, even if it's the best client you ever had who gives you eight hundred bucks, go after the big one. Yeah. Because eventually, you know, it, it's the same amount of work, right? So.
1: Yeah, we say that in real estate. You know, the the little deal they're like negotiating over a fridge and a stove, and, <laughs> and the waterfront property they don't negotiate the, you know, hundred thousand dollar commission. They're like, yeah, okay. Sell it for uh, 3.8 million. Okay. It meets yeah. my, my moving yeah, it's date. Like,
0: it's like where, we, where we're going for lunch now. Right. I mean, right. It's pretty exactly. much it. Yeah. It's like, that's the, that's a bigger problem for them. You know, where where are you know, we're going to celebrate. Yeah. yeah. But it's, it's, it's the opportunity, like opportunities everywhere. And, uh, and I thought, you know, and, and I thought a guy like that, like he's never going to, he's just, he's too worried about, and I, Yeah, there was he was too worried about, uh, about losing right like he he thought it was odd that he was gonna send me money cool then he thought it was odd that i would actually send him my bag and now i have his address like you know i was like i don't know it's just an interesting uh i get you a lot of people like that that are always really pessimistic about no matter what you know situation a b c d and uh you just need to you need to say listen like you know you, you and i have the same destiny by the way like you know, no matter how much you might make different, you know, different amounts of money than I do, or you might have more free time or less free time, but you and I have the same destiny. Like we're, we're both going to die. Right. So like, yeah. you, know, like you better, you got to enjoy life, you know, when you're yeah, here, you do so that's, that's kind of my, that's my overall macro philosophy about. Just
1: I love that. it. I love yeah. it. How do people get more of your wisdom? Is there a way they can t- contact you, follow you, get in touch with you, learn from you, uh, do business with you?
0: Right. So, I mean, the easiest, the easiest way is, I mean, right now it's, uh, they can look me up on LinkedIn, right? So it's just, I've got 30,000 connections. So you have to send me a message. I'm maxed out. So it's George McGarren. If you even remotely spell the name correctly, I'll show up. Uh, So it's M-C-G-E-H-R-I-N. If they're lazy, you can just go on Instagram, right? Exec underscore headhunter, send me a message and and, and we'll figure it out. And uh, I think, I think, but my overall message is, like you need to be, you know, optimistic and, and see things for what they are and, and uh, you know, take some of the failures and, and you know, turn turn uh, lemons into lemonade, right? That's that's the only way to go. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, and any book for you that epitomizes, you know, who you are, what you've learned, something stand out and you're know, like, okay, that really influenced me?
0: I'm, I'm a big fan and I'm, I think I'm going to actually, I'll be able to talk to him and meet him. Um, it's a basic, it's, 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 uh, the E myth revisited. Oh yeah. Mike, yeah. Michael, Michael uh, Gerber. Yeah. I'm going to have a chance to, to, uh, to actually speak with him and then hopefully meet him through a different connection. I have, um, he talks about being, you know, working on your business, not in your business. Yeah. Right. And, uh, it's more about, so, uh, that's, a, that's been a big, you know, I, I have a rule. I have a guy that manages my team and I tell him like, Hey man, like no typing, you know, don't type anything. Right. Like, so, because I, I need him to operate and manage right without typing things and being an ad like I don't need an admin I need somebody to operate the business and uh that's like that's a terrific book for a business owner it's so the myth revisited why most small businesses fail uh terrific book um and I'm actually rereading uh Think and Grow Rich awesome book mm-hmm. by Napoleon Classic. Hill yeah you I mean your mastermind I mean you know you've got a great mastermind um and uh he talks about things like that it's just they're life changers I think there's two great books uh, I think those are the two. If I had to start with two, I'd probably, I'd probably reread yeah. those over and over.
1: I agree. I read both of those. They've had a huge impact and it was a light bulb moment that e-myth where I'm like, okay, I got to, I got to float up a little bit and the different personality types, you know, who are you in the business? What's the role that you have? What's the hat that you should wear? So George, I want to thank you for joining us on the, I am Movement podcast and for being a breath of fresh air and being an optimistic, playful, energetic, unstoppable force for good that defies the fucking odds every day. and has was fun doing it, so God bless you.
0: I appreciate it. And then uh, we're, you and I are taking a picture when I go to Montreal and uh, go to Canada to, to in my plane. So we're doing that, you know that, right?
1: All right, well, I'm a pilot, so I'll come up oh. and uh, maybe you'll let me uh, take the controls for a bit.
0: Nice, love it, brother. Thank you, my friend. Okay.
1: All right, God bless.
0: So that's it
1: for today's episode of Rock Your Money, Rock Your Life. Head on over to iTunes and subscribe to the
0: show. Then head on over to rockyourmoneyrockyourlife.com and pick up a copy of Rock's free gift so you too can reach your financial potential, enjoy extraordinary success, and live the life you've imagined. Join us on the next episode.